it's reverse for and Rob E. Luther King, and today somebody told a lie. <laughs> so we're talking the nostalgia dilemma, tough guys, themes, and cash shit. Cause this This is the Cash Shit Podcast. <sighs> Where should we begin? Who should we begin on? <laughs> So much has happened today on such an odd, like, we haven't had this much happen on a Thursday since SmackDown used to be on a Thursday, <laughs> or, or Thunder, or something, but apparently, like, the kids had time today, and by kids, I mean the elders. Uh, and so do we, so let's do it, so. Undertaker. <laughs> oh my God. So not um not so long ago, the Undertaker went on a uh, pretty big podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast, um that has a you know a lot of exposure. And instead of uh, praising the company and the business that he you know spent so much of his life um, participating in and making so much money off of, um he chose to be super counterproductive and basically shit on the current crop of talent and say that they are no longer real men around uh, because people are too worried about their presentation, being flashy, and they'd rather play video games in the locker room. <sighs> okay. I don't, there's just so many places to start on such commentary. I, I just turned uh, 39, if anyone cared. And I, 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 one thing I will always pride myself on is like not trying not to get older and be that person that's like, well, you know, back in my day, mm. I hate a back in my day ass motherfucker. I don't really do. Um, and and this kind of falls right into that space. And the the and the most perplexing thing about it is that this man, for thirty years, for three decades, and I'll say two of those three decades, has set in a position to be able to, like, make stars. I'm sure he's Curry Vince's favor in ways. He could put guys over. You know, he's done some things for Maven, for Jeff Hardy, for, you know, tons of guys that, that you know, you know, he understood the, the purpose in putting them over. And so I don't get you finally hang up the boots. Um, your lace front has slid as far backwards as it possibly can. Um, the 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 ten minute walk to the ring is now literally like four segments. Um, <laughs> you didn't want to become a caricature of yourself, and yet you did. And now here we are, after you yourself, you know, have put your life on the line in the ring and given it all in the ring. But after you as well have drained the life force from you know sports entertainment um here we are on the back end when you're finally hanging up the boots and, you, and all you, you're just poking holes i i i'm i'm I, like the guy that literally asked someone to put him over for his last match at mania recently you know the big aj styles to come in and make sure he looked good on his way out now now aj styles who loves video games now everyone's soft and flashy and colorful, and I'm the betrayal. It just, it, like you said, you you hate a back in my day, you know, young buck um, type of motherfucker. It's 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 like it, going back to what Steve Austin said to um, Dean Ambrose at the time on you know the WWE Network. Um, things like that just, you know, really grinds my gears. Like, I hate when old stars like that say to current stars, hey, well, why don't you just do this or do what you want to do or or make yourself a star, get yourself over, do this. Like, you know, it is not 1998. It is not 1999. This is not the Attitude Era. There is not stiff competition on Monday nights that's kicking y'all ass, that's going to force Vince to allow y'all to do what y'all want to do and let y'all personality shine. These guys and girls can't do that or else they'll be let go. Like, it's not the same. You cannot equate what happened in 1990 and 1998 to what's happening in 2020 and 2021. Like, it's absurd it's ridiculous yeah, and they know that 
Lena Vega tried that whole thing of doing it on you know her her way, um, and we see how that worked out for Miss uh, Vega Trinidad. Um, yeah, like that day, like, like the same way we talk about how wrestling is not for us to some degree in regards to like who they're pitching these things toward in regards to the eyes that they care about getting on the product. Um, since we, the viewers who pay the bills, can't tell Vince anything, I'm I'm almost certain that neither can his employees. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like, it's pretty I, obvious. Yeah, I don't see where, and I'm sure there are like a few people that have his ear, um, but for people of that stature to ascertain that everyone has the ear that a Stone Cold Steve Austin had in the 90s, that an Undertaker had, that a Shawn Michaels had, like, it, 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 come on. Come on, people. Like, we're not... We're not this this far removed, like from believing that 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 Vince will not literally like summarily like it's been nice, um, future endeavor. Uh, you know, like I, I, yeah, it, it, I refuse to believe either one of them, Stone Cold or Undertaker. Right now, we're focusing on Undertaker, so I'll keep it to him. Um, I don't believe that you're so dense that you don't see the difference and you don't know why these superstars can't do that. Back then, Shawn Michaels was able to just run amok and do what he wanted because Vince wasn't going to fire him and send him right along to WCW with Hall and Ass so WCW can make even more money and kick their ass even more. No, that wasn't going to happen. And compared, uh, if you're out there thinking about comparing AEW to that, it's not the same, nowhere near the same. Vince wasn't letting his top stars go so they can run it over to WCW just because, you know, they went to the left on their promo um for example not too long ago kevin owens ended up like saying kiss my ass or something like that something to that effect in a promo that wasn't scripted that was him you know bringing his own personality and putting his own flavor on it and he got fined six figures because it quote unquote jeopardized a sponsor that's where we are. So you telling these people they're soft because they're not taking matters in their own hands. What? So they can lose a third of their yearly income? It's crazy because I, I, you know, I think it was what USA wanted them to spice it up, and, and Fox was like, "We, we're not." Fox was like, uh, "Kevin, no, that's wrong program." Yeah, take that shit over to Raw if you want to get a little spicy. But uh, here's on Fox. Um, no. Yeah, yeah like, I, it, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's utterly insane, and I, I just again, it's that it's the dilemma. Even like when they're not necessarily on screen, because we're focusing on Undertaker, but we also mentioned Stone Cold Steve Austin and, and passing with this situation when he uh, approached Dean a couple a couple years ago. But again, it's still, we're still speaking to the you know like the acts of yesteryear, um, still kind of finding a way to be ever present and insert their like their dialogue and their positioning on the product in like like can you imagine in the like in the height of the 90s like ministry uh darkness undertaker like just on chill like and like i don't know Harley race is like you know back in my day you know you guys really don't have the 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 hooks for that we did back in my day you know but like Sir, I'm, I'm I'm the ministry undertaker. I don't give a fuck what, what it is that you're saying. <laughs> right. You have like you don't know what it is to exist in this era to to, to do what it is that we do. This that I'm I'm wondering where the same deference is for this newer generation and just the fact that like every generation has that space where like things are just different and that's why you got to like synthesize, keep up with the times. You can glean something from any generation. But to, to, to position or posit one generation over the others without taking in, like, the context of, like, their ills, their travel schedule, their pay, their this, their that, their level of athleticism that, you know, that they put on nightly. Like, it's a different era. And I think part of, um, part of this is realizing that yours is, is over. But I, even mm-hmm. in doing so, like, there's a way to, to put over these this current crop of, of guys and girls and just to jump out there and, and everybody's soft and everybody this, that, and the other, like, I, I really can't believe, I can't believe it. And I don't want to believe it because I, it's, it's part of the slow degradation of one of my favorite characters, one of my favorite 
wrestlers at one point in time, and the more I got to like see him outside of the ring, the less I enjoy him. Yeah, one of my friends has started to has stopped referring to him as the Undertaker because that's the character that he loves. And that was so great and has begun referring to him as Mark from Texas because this is exactly how a white man from Texas would act. So if I could steal Mark from Texas, then lost his damn mind because, sir, first of all, you just left. So while you got here in 1990 and you've been through all that, you were a part of this current crop as well. And sorry if... They would prefer to direct their energy in video games backstage rather than self-destructive behavior and swallowing a bunch of somas and xanaxes and downing it with Jack with Jack uh, Daniels. Like, sorry if they want to be walking properly at fifty and not dying by forty. Like, what? What are you talking about? It's a different day and age. Period. Like, it's just a different. And I mean, like, you can't really speak to that because, like, gaming culture is in part what has um, a lot of these wrestlers big in other communities outside of wrestling. They're transcending the way that everybody claims them to, to want to. I mean, it's made Xavier Woods like a fucking ambassador for gaming. Like, it's it's really it's done numbers for him. And like, these guys doing these things on the side has typically been what's gotten them over. Sometimes to their own detriment because WWE finds out about it and ruins it. Um, thank God, up, up, down, down hasn't gone through that. But God, look at what they did to Long Island uh, Z, Long Island IZ, and a true Long Island story, whatever the shit was called back then. But like, destroyed right. that man. Destroyed he went and got himself over. Thing. He went and got himself over, and then he ended up main event WrestleMania, becoming a multi-time world champion. Right? That's that's what happened there when he took matters right. into his own hands. Right? Sure. Right. Yeah. I don't understand how you look at what devices these guys do have and 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 criticize that uh, while also saying get over. I don't. I just it just doesn't make any sense, and I don't understand how um, you look at these things unfavorably. Like they're soft because they're playing video. What do you want me to do? Like commit murder on it? Like on the weekend? <laughs> right. What do you want me to do? Just, like. Like, these are different times. Again, like, it's like context is king, like Eric Bischoff likes to say. Um, It's 2021. And and what what does tough mean? What what does tough mean? What does that really mean? Because the so-called tough guys um, from back in your day, with very few exceptions, probably couldn't hold a candle to some of these guys today. Chad Gable will put... Pretty much anyone on their ass. And he's all of five, what, six? Okay, Dolph Ziggler can wrap you up. You know, like... Conway Riley. um, Like, please try and chokeslam Nia Jax. I mean, like, this is is not happening. Like... Like no, even the like, even the women like Shayna Baszler will goozle half, but like half of the Ministry of Darkness. Um, Charlotte Flair won't even begin. <laughs> but you know, like, come on, like it's 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 just like. These are bona fide athletes, bona fide stars, larger than life personalities um, that have learned how to navigate what mystique they can still manage in a digital era. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 like, this is in the era you had the luxury of having your character protected to the degree that we never got to see you out of character for the first 15 to 20 years you were around. You you got to be shrouded in this keyhole access, this mystery. These guys and girls are having to navigate. Like Alexa Bliss is setting Randy Orton's face on fire on Monday and talking about her pig on Tuesday. Like she's like having to strike the balance of like, can I have a personal life? Can I be Alexa Alexis Kaufman? Can I be whoever I am outside of this and still like have this character on TV? This is complete badass. Like. They're navigating these really uncharted waters of like, when do I post one? Like, we didn't, we haven't seen Becky Lynch on socials until the baby was literally like in her arms, born probably two, three months old. They're having to navigate an entirely different social strata than what anybody had to navigate before. And it's just really unfair that they're, for the most part, doing it pretty well without the occasional like nude leak, uh, without the occasional, you know, small scandal. I mean, like, you know, certain versions even got past saying the N-word. Like, they, they, other than those kinds of things, yeah. for the most part, they're navigating this this new terrain 
with ease, and I don't think it's fair to like criticize not even the new culture of wrestling, but just like where culture is in general. Like it's not that it's like this. Like people are gamers. People have lives outside of their jobs, and people get online and and find like you know like minded communities. I don't. I'm just. I don't know. I'm. I am lost on what any of that means, and I'm also lost on the fact that you just left this product recently, which means you had the ability to impart some kind of wisdom. Right. Right. And I mean, everybody had pictures backstage with, with, with demands retirement. You, you, you have contact with any and everybody. You can pick up your phone. You could text any one of those active wrestlers right now and be like, hey, I don't really, I think you should look at doing this. You could text Vince and be like, hey, I think you need to make sure this person gets the space to do X, Y, and Z. So I just, I'm not saying that hasn't been done. I'm not saying that hasn't been done. But I think that that would be more uh, productive than what we're hearing right now of the current product and and shitting on it publicly yeah diminishing it publicly it's insane i what i am most confused about is who uh made up the parameters for what a tough guy is in professional wrestling and what makes them Tough. What? 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 Uh, Finn Balor just broke his whole jaw in two places and continued to wrestle his match um, for quite a while after that. Is that not tough? Like, what makes them not tough? Because they don't act like Neanderthals, like people used to do in the um, backstage area and now at the bars and and shit and getting into bar fights every other night. Like, what? What qualifies tough? Is what and, and I is really that, want to know. Is that critique about backstage? Is is it? Is it? It can't be about in ring. It cannot be about. Well, if you take his other comments and place it together, it is about um, their presentation. Because aside from the playing video games backstage, most of the comments were about their outfits or their um, the way they present themselves on TV. They they're too flashy. They're too worried about what they're wearing. Yeah, they're too worried about what they're wearing. You made sure you came out. In the illest of Darth Vader robes, right? Like, is that not the same damn thing? Your entrance has all the bells and whistles until you got your ass burnt up at Elimination Chamber and they cut that out. Like, how 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 is that any different? This is a man that had two Tesla coils and and bundles in his head. <laughs> like, at a recent, like, so, like, this is the king of eyeliner. Uh, snap off ties, trench coats, stirrups, caskets, horse drawn carriages, graveyards, vignettes, like multiple managers, uh, brother that he burned alive, parents that he killed. Right. Like, like maybe you are the you like just because it's dark in hue and because things are gray, black, or purple does not make this any less flashy. You got your face quote unquote caved in and wore an opera mask for months. It's 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 crazy because while you're saying you're saying all this while having for thirty years for most of thirty years portrayed the most the most cartoon of in the most absurd of characters in wrestling just because it happened to get over and happened to become one of the most tenured and best characters of all time let's break it down to what it actually you were a zombie. Yeah. You're a zombie. A zombie takes his ranger. Yeah, what right? What like Xavier Woods and Biggie's careers were do going nowhere. <laughs> Kofi Kingston was busting his ass to get nothing. They put on some flashy tights. They started um, popping, you know, a little personality and dancing and stuff, killing all the quote unquote tough guy act. And what did I get them? at the top because their merch is selling like crazy they got they they got over pancakes they got over a goddamn trombone they got over a cereal called bootio sir oh like you can i can admit where something just isn't for me i can i can give you a list of guys that are just i just i get that they're amazing in the ring i get that they um you know, have this in-ring acumen. I get that, you know, they're, they're a thing. They just don't, they don't connect. It just, there's certain guys that are just not for me. And it not being for me doesn't mean it's not for someone or that it's not profitable. 
Right. So, like, I don't understand where if you don't understand New Day's gear or the color by numbers thing, or you know, like their the the Metal Gear uh, gear that they have, like all the amazing gear that they have, it's not for you, and that's okay. You know, you. But you know what it is for their pockets. <laughs> well, not even that. It's representation. Like that as we well. Live, we live in a day and age where, like, black people, especially black men, are finally allowed to explore the the, the blurred uh, space, the gaming space. You know, black nerd blurred. Um, you know, we we have all this access now. We're gaining this access to areas that formerly we were we were restricted from expressing. Um, our love for like you know it was times whenever you if you were growing up or you were a nerd as a black kid you were made fun of it wasn't cool it wasn't sexy now it is now it's mm-hmm. a thing and now you can get into all these different things and be deep in the gaming community deep in the comments you can watch professional wrestling and it isn't this thing where it's like oh you're odd you're weird you find your culture you find your community enlarged to digital platforms and online so like that's what I'm saying like he had a different space and place to navigate. And for the most part, I'm sure that a lot came with having to remain in character pretty much 24-7. I'm sure that came with some ills that I haven't even begun to, to, to digest or think about or conceive at this point. Got it. Cool. That doesn't mean that, that this generation isn't plagued by their own demons and dilemmas. So, like, I just don't understand, like, taking a, taking a spot out to do that when you were trying to make sure you rolled out, you know, on a high note from people within the, you, this generation to carry you, you know, to a good match. I don't, it's just wild to me. Like it's, it's so many people that he could have, he could have put over and, right. you know, he, and it is so, many, so many things he could have even said differently, like flashy, sir, you had magical powers on raw. Like <laughs> what, what, what is not flashy, about you bringing up the house lights with your fucking arms, or uh, or summoning lightning, or you know, would it, uh, or you appearing knelt, out of nowhere? You knelt down to a hologram of Paul Bearer. It's, I can't. It's just. It's like the delusion is crazy. And again, what qualifies you as? The tough guy be because you own guns and you have a bunch of tattoos and you're tall and you, you you watch UFC. Is that why you're a tough guy? Like what makes you more tough than anyone else? Because there's a hundred thousand other wrestlers who worked through injuries just like you did, who got injured during a match and kept going and, and shit like that. And the the real gotcha gotcha of all this is is we are talking about we're not talking about boxing, we're not talking about UFC. We, we are talking about professional wrestling. At what fucking point did you have to be tough to act like you're fighting on television? And as well, we're also talking about a guy that we shared as a fave for a long, yes, for a periodically long time. I have this man's symbol tattooed on my right arm. It's also a T for my name, Terrell, and that's what I'm gonna go with from now on. But you know, I, like, but but the truth is the truth. Like as Matt Hardy, he's say. in part why he's in part why I bought the replica Winged Eagle. I mean, like that 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 character is a huge. It's like, it's like you mentioned that article recently that you read and the, and about, you know, people that have influenced our lives in regards to entertainment mm-hmm. and that no matter how mad we get, no matter how much we want things done differently, we can never deny the impact that Vincent K. McMahon has had on our lives. It right. Is what it is. It's why we're on a podcast together right now. Right. Um, with that being said, I can never, ever deny that man's execution of a character. I will mm-hmm. never ever deny him his sacrifices that he made in order to bring that character to life. I don't believe there's anybody else that could have played that character the way that he did. Salute to that. But with that yeah. being said, yeah. you know, respect this dude, but respect is earned. Beyond that point, nah, bro. Like, like, yeah, you're doing nah. much. You're like, doing much. Lot, and we didn't really ask you. Like, you should have sat there and ate your food. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm not sure if the, um, you know, the insurrection at the Capitol got him feeling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. No one's asking if Tom Cruise is tough during Mission Impossible um, <laughs> filming and watching the movie Mission Impossible. Is he really tough? I don't know if I can believe this movie that I know is is not real because I don't know if Tom Cruise is really tough. Like, again, 
At what point did you have to be tough to fake fight? <laughs> you are not, not fighting. You're not beating these people up for real, you know. And I know this girl isn't your fave, but like Becky Lynch covered in blood in the crowd after having her orbital bone crushed. That's tough. You know what I'm saying? Cesaro hitting the jamming his tooth up into his gun when he connected with the the ring post and 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 blood squirted out like a episode of or like a the Kill Bill or some shit. That's um, tough. Nah, like it's been plenty of people. Like I mean, even Edge. You know, like I said, I mentioned on the last podcast, Brandy Orton ripping off his his triceps like <laughs> wrestlers and beating him with him. Edge, you know, at at in his forties, you know, persevered and pushed through. After you know, after all that, all that had gone on there, and I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, I know Charlotte has wrestled through injuries and, and things of that nature. I know Sasha has. I know, you know, everybody has had their moments, you know. And so, I don't know, like, even like something on an emotional level, like having to watch um, parts of um, Bianca Belair's Twenty Four, what she's gone through in terms of depression and in terms mm-hmm. of um, eating disorder. Same with um, Alexa, like. You don't get to quantify and determine toughness um, from this old school, probably misogynistic kind of a place. Maybe not. His wife was a wrestler as well. I don't know. But it just feels like some of that old language. It is misogynistic because he's saying they're not real men. And by that, you mean they're acting like women. Like let's call a spade a spade. By by when you when someone calls someone you're not a real man, then what are you? You're saying they're acting like girls or women or in, in, I'll give you this, in the least bit children. Yeah, it's definitely in line with that paradigm of old school thinking of this is not manly activity. And, you know, this. While you put on your damn eyeliner and eyeshadow. (laughs) And matte foundation. Right. (laughs) And a good wigs to act like you cutting your hair before (laughs) WrestleMania 28. That good wet and wavy wig he came back on Raw with. like i mean not even that like you're grown men rolling around in tights let's 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 go ahead and cut the shit like let's let's stop that like there's, there's a whole uh homoerotic undercurrent right your whole your whole finish was dicks and faces <laughs> yours and theirs Come on, 69. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And we can go on forever uh, in dragging him, but I want to drag somebody else real quick because the nerve, the absolute unmitigated gall of Bill motherfucking Goldberg to sit down on anybody's interview and call people soft. <laughs> the man that concusses himself every chance he gets. Every On the same spot. That I would never get over that. It's this same spot. Spot. He first did it in 2000 against Chronic on WCW. And the same spot he constantly jams his... What? They're soft because they're not stupid in doing that? So like, it's the same like, spot. If it's the same spot, so the issue now is retention. That's the issue here. We're, <laughs> we're learning here. And apparently physical harm... Well, call me soft, know. damn it, because yeah, I'm not going to run my head into, like, into... But this is also the idiot who punched through a limo and almost killed himself by slicing <laughs> into a vein, like... Uh, Yes, the same who was butthurt because Matt Riddle was trolling him on Twitter, getting himself over. That same guy. Like, yeah, the nerve of you. Beat his ass in real life as well. Right, exactly. Just, the nerve yeah. of you to come over here because you come in once or twice a year and work for 45 seconds while everybody, especially in this past year, has been busting their ass, working through a damn pandemic to keep this business going and to keep their pockets lined and to make sure their their families are fed. You come in here and work for 45 seconds and want to call people soft. You got some goddamn nerve. Yeah, it definitely is like peak, peak white man. <laughs> like what? Whiteness. <laughs> it is really the top tier show. It's the top shelf of whiteness. It really like so. Wait a minute. You show up like you come here like it's a vacation. You show up whenever you want to seasonally. You're handed a title to carry to the to the biggest you know event we have you know annually to lose it in seconds every day. Like it, it just is. I want, I want a time. I want a time. Mm. I want a time. How long his matches have lasted since his return? And I want a cumulative record 
a cumulative metric of how long I'm, I'm almost certain this podcast has gone longer than his combined matches on since his return. I, I think his longest, the longest that I can think of is the WrestleMania match against Brock. Now, and to be fair, it wasn't. To be fair, I also do not watch Goldberg matches because I've never liked Goldberg. I haven't liked Goldberg since 98. Like, I, I've never, never liked Goldberg. And even less now like i so i don't watch goldberg matches i don't find him enjoyable in the least bit but to here's a here's something that um i always say and this applies to so many things we talk about context in the times he's whether he means what undertaker means or he supposedly means that they need tougher skin they they their feelings get hurt too much the only reason you know that or know that someone is feeling some type of way is because there's an outlet now for everyone to see it. I guarantee you, y'all were saying the same damn things and feeling the same damn ways and people before y'all in the in a locker room about people saying this, that, and the third about y'all. Y'all just didn't have Twitter for everyone to see it. Right. Okay. Right. The people when people say, "Oh, oh, this generation, are, are we this dumb?" Or the, no, no, no. People, humans have always been this dumb. We just can see how, while living in New York, I can now see how dumb someone in Atlanta is. Living in Atlanta, you now can see how dumb someone in the UK is. Y'all didn't have that platform. These guys do. So it's just the fact that we can see it. What's crazy is they're using these same platforms to deride this current generation. They're using this same access that, you know, they didn't have in their day. And now they're going to jump out there to remind everybody that, you know, of the big difference um, from whenever they were doing it versus now. And it's, I just don't see what about it is productive. I don't see Vince hearing this and going, yeah, Mark, <laughs> that was it. I needed to hear that today. I, I'll take that to the investors meeting and see what they say about that. When I asked right, money. like what the? Fuck if you had that? Twitter in two thousand three, Goldberg, you would have been on Twitter crying and whining about AAA saying you can't work just like the mic that went out um during his promo. Like you, you butt hurt about the way Triple H felt about you, and then you left the company, and then went on a whole tour of bashing the company because oh they didn't they said this Triple H said, but people are soft, Ugh, sir. Man, and not even that. Like, what are, you, what, what are you doing to make them unsolved? Like, what are you coming back to do? A two-minute match? That's that's going to that's going to teach them. That's it right there. That's going to show them what you going to do. Uh, Mark, keep taking up space on 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 major cards for years on end. Mind you, he hyperventilating halfway down the ramp during his entrance for his forty-five second match. Like, like y'all, y'all, y'all take up spots on these cards, get these big paychecks and got the nerve to be, to, to like deride this generation. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just, I'm just, I'm solutions oriented. I, I believe in a solution. We can go on for a minute about how bad things are, but at some point I'm going to turn to you and say, okay, so how do we fix this? I just don't understand in a 30 year and 20 year career, how you guys don't say, Hey, how do we fix this? Or how you don't have enough stroke as a, as a legend hall of famer, you know, to reach back and to say, okay, here's what I think. And you can go to the guy, the guy that makes the decision. Thank you. I was you, just about to you, say that. Thank however you. However you feel about this current product, it's fine. No one on that roster is in control of Thank how you. This, 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 you know, business is executed. That's I was going to say that. direct it where it needs to be directed to. The one man it needs to be directed to. Don't put it on the guys and the ladies busting their ass every week during the pandemic and calling them soft or saying that their their presentation is weak and it, it's the business is not the same. It used to be better. Talk to the man making them do what they're doing, the way right. they're doing it. Like, like, how about you come back and, 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 you know, get on them about having stricter COVID policies so that everybody ain't catching COVID every two weeks. <laughs> like, how about you come back there and make sure that they, maybe he'll, he'll, you help them get a union so that they can, you know, have a voice in some kind of ways. How about you come back and like say, hey, well, how about you supplement income by doing this, this, that, and the other so they ain't got to be on OnlyFans or Switch or X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, how about you, one of you guys, uh, pay some investors to find some kid to build a new app that they can use then to reach out to their fans that they can monetize and make money. I, what, what, I, I just, it, it ain't mathing for me. Mm, well, well. 
It ain't nothing for me. I don't understand how how I just don't understand from that position with all that you've done and all that you know, all that you know, and, and knowing how to how this industry has worked and and and, and ideally how it's modernized because your ass ain't gone no fucking way in thirty years. I would think you would you would have more to offer than to go sit on a podcast somewhere and talk about how people are soft or you know they would have used to be a little too flashy. Too flashy. The man who summoned lightning. I, <sighs> Baby. <laughs> too flashy. And I, I don't even mean that as a as a you know a pun or anything. Too too flashy. Have you seen your entrances, sir? Have have you like your entire gimmick is flashy. Just because you aren't in bright colors like the New Day or, or Dolph Ziggler does not mean you're any less flashy. You are probably the flashiest of them all. You have all the bells and whistles. But not even that. I mean, since when did being flashy and wrestling become an issue? Fucking Ric Flair. Like, are you like... Uh, Oof. Mm-hmm. George, like, like all the Macho Man Randy. When did it become? When did? When did? When did being flashy become a problem? We, uh, like, what the fuck? Like, he, he, he is aware this is a TV product, and like, like they're on TV, right? And like, people have to be entertained on TV. Like, what did you want them to do? <laughs> right? What did she see? See how good I am back here. That's why everything is larger than life. That's why everything has got to be blown up so that you in the back can 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 feel like you got the same value for the you know ticket for the person that's sitting in the front. That's why Bianca's ponytail got to be down down to you know down to the back of her calves. That's why Sasha Ray got to be extra blue. That's why Bobby uh, Rude when he had his own interest was on that little platform spinning around in the circle. All of it is pomp and circumstance. None of it has any actual reason or purpose. There's like nothing about entrances and themes, which we'll segue to in a second. None, all of that is in addition to. For me to come fight somebody, even if we did schedule it like, okay, tomorrow is six, I'm coming to beat your ass, like, be ready. Like, even if it's how we did things, I don't need any assistance to the ring. I don't need my, my arrival to be announced in any way. I don't need to have on any specific kind of clothes. I got to have on some jeans, uh, a white tank top, take my wrist up, put some glass in the tape. And we, we go from there. Like, all of it is pageantry. I mean, so and I'm you don't have to. It, it's, yeah. Uh, I don't just know. so confused as to why this level of pageantry is different than your level. In fact, I wouldn't have had no problem with the man to come on and said, I need y'all to take it up a notch. I need to see some more character. Yeah, yeah, that, there you go. Ass. Like, then I would have like, oh, like, he cooking now. Like, he cooking with grease. But to get on, to get on there and say he being too flashy, what you... And how does that equal not tough? Do, have you seen Conor McGregor? Have you seen, you know, The Last Style Bender? Have you seen John Jones? Like, right. you, you supposedly watch and love UFC and MMA. The people that make the most money in MMA are not the ones who fight the best. No, it's the ones who are flashy, who have a character about themselves, who cut wrestling promos. Those are the ones. Yeah. Personality transcends the product. Yes, always in everything, in everything, in everything. Whether it be music, whatever it is, in everything. Odell Beckham. You know, uh, Venus and Serena, uh, the personality has to transcend the product because ultimately you're trying to create new fans and while pleasing the ones that have been there. Right. I ain't never sat down in my life and watched a single football game, but I know exactly who Victor Cruz is. Why? Because he was dancing in the end zone. I know exactly who Odell Beckham is. I know who, I knew exactly who, even though I didn't watch basketball, who Dennis Rodman was before he got to WCW. Like, mm-hmm. there's a reason. There's a reason for the season. I just, uh, anyway. Say so, yeah, Cam Newton, you know, uh, Russell Westbrook, all these people that, that ha- have done something that takes them out of that particular niche that they're in and introduces them to a broader audience, within, which then brings fans to that product. It may be a marginal fallout, but nonetheless, it's still some margin of, of increased viewership. And that's always what, what the game should go back to is supposed to be self-referential. I'm going to do this thing over here to bring eyes to what I actually do. Period. 
Period. So I, 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 even if he had come in and been like up the game, I want to see some more characters. I want to see like you guys suspend some reality. I want to see something a little bit more. That would have made more sense to me than to come in and say, "Y'all too flashy." Uh, well, 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 see, Rob, if even if he did that, he still would have to direct it to, to Vince McMahon. <laughs> it's just. Are you are you kidding me? You are you right? kidding me? I, I, I know his name, like, right? Like, definitely, I know his name. No, you. Like, I don't understand. Bobby Roode ain't going out there and just doing whatever the hell he want to do because his ass would be on on Amtrak on the way home if he did. Back to Canada. You, you know, like, and you know this. You worked there for longer than anyone else, not named Shawn Michaels. You right. know this. Yeah, you have I, been there just, longer than everyone not named Shawn Michaels, literally. He's the only person who's been there longer than you. You know this. I don't get Act it. Act like it. Please do. And until then, let it rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> and let's move on to theme. That was perfect. Let's move on to theme. <laughs> oh, yeah, and back to that. Back to that moment. And that's, and that's why part of the pageantry piece is that. Part of the pageantry is... This is how you know I'm on my way to the ring. And what I'll say about that, before I get into the, my, my bigger issue right now with themes, um, it's a new day. Oh, yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Kurt Hennings, you know, uh, it, it, NWO with the vignettes and, you know, this advertisement was paid for by, you know, like, you know, uh, the Million Dollar Man, you know, his signature laugh. Beginning the, like, it's just, I, I can go on for days. You know how I feel about uh, Edges Metalingus. It gives me chills. Um, the Brood, I mean, huh, The Brood, a bop for no reason. Like, present day a bop. Mm-hmm. Music is such, and even right now, like, with someone like Roman Reigns kind of, like, planting the seeds of, like, I'm going to get new theme music, but you got to be specific about it. You got to be intentional about it. I fuck with him for that. It's been it's been long past due, but I do agree with him saying, you know, I got to look at how I do this thing. So with that I better get said, a sickening rap song. I better get a sickening rap song, Roman. I'll, 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 I'll accept nothing. I don't want no rock music. I don't want no EDM or whatever the hell it's called, no alternative. I need him coming out. I, I, I listen. Like, call Beanie Siegel and have him <laughs> record this man a song. I need a hood nigga. Like, <laughs> it's just, baby. I'm sure the lot got some people you could call. I mean, but yeah. even, that, like, even, even, with, um, even when, like, back to Sasha and Bailey, just them being, like, fans of the sport and knowing that, like, a good heel turn or a turn or a repackaging in general deserves an uptick in the in the, in the interest music. You know, Bailey went, went with her more rock-esque kind of a moment. Sasha with the... Baby, I'm going to tell you, when that when that remix hit, when that's with the Blue Boy debut... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, mama. That's how you do it. That's how you keep the things fresh, keep the things updated. Undisputed era. Like I love oh. their, I love their oh. music. Um, it's even so good. What, even knowing what to cut out, like when how Finn cut out certain things since he's going back to the Prince gimmick. Um, mm-hmm. Even recently with Shin coming out to the original, you know, um, Nakamura Bop, you know, like that, that, like just knowing like what your theme is and, and like letting that really be the preamble is just such a, like a good moment. So I say some of that to say, like we had the fumble with Keith Lee recently. It was no reason we needed to change Keith Lee's music. I just don't even, it was just like, uh, okay. Um, Cesaro's had a couple, um, Seth Rollins, please bring back Burn It Down. Not that I was a huge fan of Burn It Down, but this new instrumental, uh, you know, Catholic priest thing. <laughs> well, okay, SVU. so... Go ahead. It's very, it's, very, it's, it's very SVU, and it's not slapping for me. But you go. Who, okay, What are some of your favorite themes? Favorite themes? Okay, I've already mentioned Edge uh, Metalingus. Um... Meddling is just like it's, it's uh, you know, I grew up an uh, alternative rock fan, and you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I had my Creed and I had my Vertical Horizon, and, I'm, and you know, I did all that stuff, Limp Biscuit and shit. I was, I'm an 80s 
an eighties baby, a nineties kid for anybody wondering. Um, I look good though, and that's all that really matters. But um, yeah, I, I will definitely say um, I, I if I had to rank them, I put I Walk Alone right beneath uh, that um, for you know by Batista's theme because mm-hmm. Edge, Edge is just he nails that out. Um, Edge is top ten of all time. Period. Just, Metal Remus is just like it's the perfect combination of all the things that I need in like an in, in mm-hmm. wrestling interest. It's like it's the, the the lyrics are clear. The it, it's just it's just there. I've already mentioned the Brood, um, Kane's theme by Finger Eleven, Slow Chemical, mm-hmm. baby. Like so, something about the lyrics, something about wrestling themes having lyrics that I can actually hear and make out makes all the difference. Sometimes, sometimes you need a good instrumental but whenever i can sing along with it you know um it's it's kind of a bop too but like i said there are some like shins shins has no music and literally would have the whole stadium mm-hmm. singing along like you know just what? like well that's what i was i was going to specify something i was going to ask you what are some of your favorite just instrumental remove no words just instrumental themes Oh, like, yeah, my nice. favorite right Velveteen, now is Undisputed Velveteen, Era. Yeah, Undisputed Era, definitely. Velveteen doesn't have much words, many words in it. Right. Yeah, that, I, don't, um, I don't count just, you know, saying yeah, something yeah. every now and then as, I mean, yeah. full, full-blown full lyrics. Like, Undisputed Era um, is my favorite instrumental right now. I can listen to that shit like I listen to a Tony Braxton song, uh, whatever. So we're, talk, we're talking about, like, instrumentals? Okay, definitely Gold Dust. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. That's, that's, that's up there. Um, Gold Dust and the Brood are up there as instrumentals that are just untouchable. Um... <laughs> Untouchable, yeah, yeah absolutely. My mind, like, um, Rusev had a knocker as well. I ain't gonna lie. Yes, he did. Rusev, Rusev's was he? Yes, yes. And those listening, if you ever get a chance, go go to YouTube and look up Rusev's theme. Um, they did a trap remix of it. Someone did, and that thing, that thing slapped. Um, Tokyo Shot. That's EO's EO's theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. EO's theme. Yeah, that that yeah, EO's theme goes. That thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and the minute you hear that, you know who it is. Like, it's no, yeah. it's no guessing. It's like, you know, Kurt Hennig perfection was, you know, yeah, that was a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, was, was, uh, pause on EO real quick because when I hear EO's theme, I can see the sultry, like, lean back and take off my hood. I see her. I can, yeah. I can see her when I hear the theme. That yeah. it, it's perfect. It, it's perfect. And not to, and I back to Roman again. I'm not gonna I mean when it was when there was the shield that special ops was that mm-hmm. was a problem. Like, like that was like, oh, okay, we we were coming in. Um, bad boy, there's a Ramon, mm-hmm. um, which is nothing but a slow down Stone Cold theme, right? That's all that it is. Um, the NWO's porn music. Um, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Um, let's not forget Eddie's uh heel WCW theme that Chavo used in WWE. That mm, mm, mm. Yeah, 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 that's my shit. That, that is my yeah, shit right that there. That was a moment. Now back to like rebranding and back to lyrics being involved. Um, the song was good before the rebrand. I don't know how it got better after the rebrand. But uh, the fiends let me in. Mm-hmm. Dear, God, dear God in heaven, somebody told a lie. Um, that that thing. I was just listening to that the other day. Um, when I was walking home from the store, I, it was one of the songs I was listening to. It's it's, it's so good. Song just slowed down. Yes, and, and just harder. It's just. And like, oh man! First time I heard it, I, I remember. I think we were like all eating out together, but we were all you know talking like we do at every pay per view and in the group chat. And it was just like, wait a minute, like what is, what is this song? What is happening? Like, well, that's that's still bar nine hands down right now. Even though he gets booked like a, a piece of shit, mm-hmm. um, one of the best intros, one of the best. Like I can't, and and, and the reason I, I wanted to discuss themes is because. And them being signature and them being a preamble of sorts because we're heading into the Royal Rumble. And after that countdown, that's what lets you know what you what kind of shit you get ready to get into. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's why I like I absolutely just love like like the power that themes have, especially when you're heading into an event like the Royal Rumble. Because I'm gonna tell you something. Sunday, 
we, we better hear the thing the, the thing's music we better hear it and i'm going to go through the roof even though i know like he's going to get booked like you know a log and i you know i can't get the, the rumble is i don't know how excited i am for the rumble because part of the the mystique of the rumble is the audience participation with the countdown and their reaction to who's coming out the surprises like how do you really do a surprise in a in a in a building that's empty like the there's no reaction there's there's nothing you don't like the piped in sounds that Vince has for you it's just it's 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 going to fall flat any any like surprise is gonna like even if you could bring like a CM Punk back? Do you even do that at the Royal Rumble? No, because you need a crowd for that because they would go ape shit. Like, have you ever seen a crowd going ape shit? Yeah, there's certain things you gotta keep for certain events because let me tell you something. Like, hold that one because you know I've been ready for CM Punk to come back for a minute, and I know Phil, right. <laughs> Phil hates it as much as we do, but um. Ooh, like like yeah, I, but if you go on if you go and play um cult of personality, um I need to, I need people there. I personally I need to be there. I was um, just about to say yeah, people pe- I need to be there. <laughs> I would like to. When we finally get outside back, bitch. I might be at every motherfucking pay per view going. <laughs> I might, I might <laughs> fly out to every pay per view they have when they start having live events again. I want to be at every single one for a year straight. Um. And, and that's crazy because with, with all the shit we just talk, you know, we this thing is something we still love, and and that's absolutely know, and that's the part that's crazy is that, and I think it's our love for it that you know why we don't want to see it disrespected. Um, right, I wouldn't have this much animus towards what was said. I wouldn't have this much emotion to what was said if I didn't love what was being talked about. Like, I if, yeah. if you're saying this about a show I don't give a shit about, then I don't give a shit what you're saying. Like, especially especially you know. coming from a character that we both have that it, it, that. Character isolated is probably our number one. one right, number. it's in the top three right. if nothing else, but definitely up there. Like, like yeah, like I like I fucked with it. Like, and so it's just crazy. It's crazy. To, it's crazy to hear that whenever you really want to see the uh, entertainment genre continue and flourish and make new stars and transcend, but they got to find what transcends for the twenties. Like what transcended in the nineties. Ain't gonna transcend right now necessarily. The formula may stay the same, but mm-hmm. the method of delivery and how you modernize it is what we gotta look at, and we gotta look at how to get that over. I know you, this girl is your favorite, but and I know we wanted to see her catch up in the ring, and I think she finally did level out to some degree with what she was putting out on Twitter. But Becky Lynch killed it on Twitter. That's what really took her like to the moon was her ability to navigate this modern social platform, which, to, you know, today and prior to, was an albatross around the industry that was trying to maintain this fine line between mystique, performance, and these people being real people. Like, they were trying to find a fine line in that, and she found a lane, and a pocket inside of that, and exploited it in such a way that she was over I mean, hugely over. Because it was her Twitter. That is that is yeah. exactly the point. She was controlling that. She that if they were allowed to bring their own personality, like you said, the fundamentals and the basics stay the same, right? The basics of wrestling in any, and not even just wrestling, any battle, you a movie, you know, TV, whatever, is good versus evil that would all that will always be the standard that will mm-hmm. always be the basics of it good versus evil period no matter what it is it will never change it is then up to the performers and their characters and personalities to sell that goodness as the good guy or sell the evilness as the evil and sometimes you get somebody who it, it, on either side of the fence, those little flavor on it, those little spice, little sazon, mm-hmm. a little lard, right? Throw a little lard right. mm-hmm. on it, right? Yeah. Um, that's what she was doing on on Twitter, and we had this conversation a bunch of times during that time. And what wasn't landed for me was like, well, that doesn't transfer to television for me because her promos, her promos were cookie cutter. They were the same mm-hmm. every 
wig. I'm going to knock some heads off. Some heads are going to be rolling. I'm the man. Why? Because that's a script. Like, Bianca just showed us, like, the fact that Bianca had her first promo in hand that she was able to show us that she, the script. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. That, well, that's, why, that's why you had Roman Reigns saying suffer and succotash. Who talks like that? <laughs> and we know Roman don't talk like that, Oos. Like no one does. <laughs> no one does. Literally yes, no one. Vince McMahon probably does. Jeez. Uh, it's just like... Let these people be themselves because that's what they know how to do best. No one can tell me how to be Terrell better than Terrell. Okay? And that, and that feeds into whatever other iterations you want to personify in those moments. So if you decide you want to be a tweener, mid-carter, version of yourself you know you you know the the foundation to start from if you decide you want to be a full on sadistic heel or uh you know sweetest pie baby face you know what angle to work those things from um because you already know your inventory and your life experience and what you pull from that and what you can reference to then create this character but yeah you gotta let people like dig like that's where you're hiring them to be professionals to dig into that you know but it's, it's crazy because it's it's even when they like it's because because it is so homogenous at times, I even appreciate when they do like little things that are just like this is against the grain. Like Mandy Rose having a bob. It's refreshing. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> oh, thank you. Everyone's not long and blonde anymore. Like I love that um the girls are beginning to spice it up. And what's even funnier about that is that's just the thing that we have on Raw and SmackDown. Because if you look down at NXT, women are allowed to be women and look different than each other. Mm. Well. Yeah. <laughs> A thing, right? <laughs> Direct all that energy, Taker, Goldberg, anyone else, about the toughness in the current state to Vince McMahon where it belongs. And you notice that the actual tough guys that we know about that, that, you know, have a reputation, they never talk like this. They never say any no. bullshit like this. Farouk don't talk like this. You never heard, heard Paul Orndorff say this crap. Like, it, it, Brock Lesnar. To <laughs> Brock Lesnar don't talk like this about, about them. I mean, Brock right. don't talk about shit. He just, he and his farm, like, like leave it the hell alone. But still, like, actual tough guys don't say... Things like no. that. No. So, like, if y'all are like that, like, just get together in a group text with Vince and ask him, can y'all bring back Tough Enough? And that's how y'all, like, there you like, go. Just, like, yeah, there you go. Y'all do that. Bring us somebody tough. Maybe, you know, maybe you become a manager. I don't know. I don't care. Um, but, but there's a thing that more so taker than than the uh, than Bill than Billiam. Um, the more that Mark helped us do is is love this thing. Don't help us love something and then, you know, on the back end, deride it and beat it up. And I'm sure the moment you wrong. leave. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he loves this thing, too. But loving it in its current iteration and loving what it still has potential to be is something very different. And I, and I, I would just I would beseech you um, to allow me to continue to enjoy it and maybe find yourself one of those advisory capacities, you know, like a William Regal or something or you mm-hmm. know, something like that. And, and, and that way you can have your hand in where the business is going. Right. Um, but until, don't be counterproductive. Yeah. Until then, let us continue to find our light in the squared circle. Amen. Jeez. God, Lee. Somebody well, that's lie. that. <laughs> Somebody that's told that. a lie. Ooh, we had to get yeah. that out. Yeah, I'm glad that we did. Um, and that was us throwing Undertaker and Bill Goldberg over the top rope. <laughs> and um, they're not going to WrestleMania. Thing. Well, Bill Goldberg might. Jesus. Uh, all right, I'm done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Let's end this. You just ruined my night. <sighs> well, on that note, this is the Cash Shit Podcast. And we'll see you next time. If you're looking for us on Twitter, you can find us at reverse underscore rail, Roberts underscore rules. And we'll see you there. Night. Na- naked. Or day. Maybe it's, oh, naked. Oh, we're doing that again. <laughs> very, very midian. Very midian about it. I'm not doing that. Uh, we're out. <laughs> <laughs>